You're listening to an audio version of week one of Idlewild Presbytery Church's Lenten Groups. This is a time of prayer, reflection, and meditation on Scripture. The goal is to encounter God's Word in new and meaningful ways. There will be ten minutes of silence today. During silence, it is normal to have distracting thoughts. When you become aware that you are distracted, you can simply note you're distracted and gently return your attention to God, use a centering word like Jesus, and say it silently to bring your focus back to prayer, focus on your breathing to return your attention back to prayer, remember to have an attitude of non-judgment towards yourself and your thoughts. Each week during Lent, I will be reading one of the lectionary passages for the week through multiple times. There are four lectionary texts, an Old Testament, a Psalm, a New Testament, and a Gospel. The format for each week will vary, but the focus will remain on praying the scriptures and resting in God's presence. Each week will start with a centering exercise and start and end in prayer. This week we will be practicing Lectio Divino, which means holy or divine reading. The practice is grounded in the Christian tradition from about the 5th century. There's not just one way to practice Lectio, as the practice has been modified through the years to account for the many settings it's being used, from the monastery to the church setting. Scripture is the primary material for Lectio, but non-scripture writers, like Henry Nouwen, can also be used to practice it. Remember, you are not reading for knowledge, but you are reading to listen to God's voice speaking to you. Today, I will read next gospel, Sunday's Gospel, through four times. The purpose of reading it through so many times is that it gives you the opportunity to go deeper with each reading. There will be periods of silence after each reading, so you can listen, reflect, and respond to the Word of God. If you have a candle, light it now to remind you of the presence of the Holy Spirit with you. I invite you to get comfortable. Find, some find that putting their feet flat on the floor and letting their hands rest comfortably in their laps help. Others might find another position is better for them. You can sit on the floor if that is better for you. This is your time and it's important to start the practice by reminding yourself that the journey is more important than perfecting the practice. Spiritual practices develop over a lifetime and some days will be easier to practice than others. I invite you to notice your breathing. Are you breathing quickly or slowly? Simply note without judging. Take in a deep breath, filling your lungs, and exhale slowly. Take another three or four of these deep breaths. The word for spirit in the Old Testament is ruha, which is the same word for breath. As you breathe in, let the Spirit of God fill you. As you breathe out, offer to God all that claims your attention. Continue focusing on your breathing for another minute as a way to calm your mind and focus your attention on your time here today. 
You can also use this time to offer a silent prayer to God. After the minute, I will open us in prayer. Dear Lord, in a world where noise is almost always present, bring me into your silence today. May I learn to leave the demands, the calendar, the task, the cell phone behind and rest in your presence. Let me seek not to gain knowledge. Let me seek to experience you. Let me be still long enough to hear you, my guide, my teacher, my beloved, my creator. Amen. I will start Lectio Divino, or prayerful reading of Scripture now. We will go through the four steps of Lectio Divina today. I will read the passage slowly, Lectio. We will meditate on the Word, meditation, talk with God, prayer, and rest in silence with God, contemplation. This is your time, so do what feels comfortable for you today. You can keep your eyes closed if that helps you keep your focus on God, or you can focus on the light of the candle, or you can have a gentle gaze at something in the room, or you can journal or draw. I'll read the selected scripture. As you listen, I invite you to listen with the ear of your heart as if you're hearing the passage for the very first time. Listen carefully for a word or phrase that stands out for the rest for some reason. After the reading, there will be a minute of silence for you to ponder that word or phrase that stuck out to you to determine how God might be speaking to you in it. John 3, 1-17 Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews, He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? 
Jesus answered him, You are a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I had told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son, of, Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order the world might be saved through him. Before I read the scripture again, say the word or phrase that caught your attention in reading to you. As you listen to the scripture for the second time, reflect on the word of God. As you listen to the word of God, I invite you to be aware of an image or insight that strikes you as you listen. Ask yourself, how is God speaking to me in this text, in this room, right now? Please rest in another time of silence after the reading. This time there will be two minutes of silence. John 3, 1-17 Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I had told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but in order that the world might be saved through him. Before I read the scripture again, note to yourself, what was the reflection or insight that caught your attention in the reading? As you listen to the scripture for the third time, I invite you to be aware of an invitation from God or a prayer that rises up within you that expresses what you are experiencing in the word of God. Allow that prayer to resonate in your heart as your response to the word. Rest in another time of two minutes of silence after the reading. John 3, 1-17 Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is, being, what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, You are a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, and yet you do not receive our testimony. If I had told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, 
that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. I will now read the text for the last time. Afterwards, there will be another time of silence. This time, the silence will be for three minutes. I invite you to just sit with the Word of God and allow God to speak to you in the silence of your heart. God's first language is silence. Let go of your own words and let God's words soak in. Rest in God's loving presence. John 3, 1-17 Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know, 
and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish and may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to contend the world, to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. I invite you to bring your attention back to the present moment. Ask yourself, how did I find God in the scripture today? Where did I find God in the silence today? Before I close this in prayer that has words from a sanctified art woven in, I invite you to rest in silence with insights given to you today. Let whatever you heard sink in deeper, or offer up a prayer to God, thanking Him for this time today, 
After the closing prayer, I will end by reciting the Lord's Prayer. Almighty God, thank you for the gift of your word. May I remember my time today as a reminder of my genuine desire to seek your presence in my life. May I desire to grow to practice Lectio Divino or Holy Reading with other pa passages. May I set aside time and intention this week to pray. May I remember to pray for the members of Idlewild who are also practicing this reading the scripture during Lent. May it be that in the wilderness of my faith, I am born, nurtured, challenged, and resurrected. May it be so for you this Lenten season and always. May you go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you for listening and being a part of Idlewild's Lenten Contemplative Practice. If you are a member of a group meeting in a member's home or in an online group, remember to do your at-home practice. In your packet, there are suggestions for practicing Lectio Divino at home. There is also a poem by Sarah R. with suggestions for journaling and reflecting on the wilderness as a place of beginnings. Come worship at Idlewild.